Welcome to the Facility Dude Podcast. Here's your hosts, Bob, Papa Dude Bittner, and Tony Butler. Welcome everyone to the Facility Dude Podcast. My name is Grace Tester and I'm here with Bob Papadude Bittner. How are you, Bob? I'm doing great this morning, uh, Grace. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. The pollen is still out and about this morning, but... <laughs> Golly, I'll tell you what, I walked out across my breezeway to the garage this morning and uh-huh. came back in and it looked like I was walking in snow. There was footprints it's terrible. across that, that yellow pollen all over the place. It's terrible. I made the mistake of uh, actually when I was doing my spring cleaning last week, which I was telling you about made the mistake of actually washing my car, um, and then I got home, and within probably about 45 minutes, it was covered in yellow pollen. So. One of the blessings of living in North Carolina, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> well, Grace, you know, uh, we have just finished up a week of great basketball. Amen. The uh, women's championship, college championship was played, and uh, women from Connecticut won that championship again. I think that's three straight years in a row for them. Yeah, it's and amazing. It's amazing. They've got a great program. But my favorite, of course, is uh, the Duke Blue Devils. Oh, and, I know you are going to throw and, that in there. <laughs> uh, uh, for all my Kentucky friends out there, I'm just so sorry. And uh, not really. But uh, that has created a lot of trash talk this last week. We've, uh, we've done a lot of trash talking back and forth with a lot of my Kentucky friends and different in Carolina friends. And, all around the office. Uh, all around the office. We've been chatting about that. So I just thought it'd be a good time t- today to talk about trash. <laughs> I love it. I see what you did there. <laughs> How, how'd you like we, the way we got into that today? It was a good today? segue, Bob. All good. right. I'm great. glad you like that. You know, um, trash is something that we don't often talk much about as facility managers. Uh, it's usually a big can in the back of our building somewhere. Uh, hidden away so people don't see it. We don't want people to see it. We don't want people to smell it, but we produce a lot of it. And just some fun facts about it. You know, we, uh, as individuals, we produce about four and a half pounds of trash a day. Hmm. And uh, it just creates a huge mountain of trash. Just with normal household trash and commercial trash, we produce about 250 million tons of trash uh, a year. Oh my gosh. And that is enough if you were to fill the Bush Stadium from bottom to top twice. Oh my goodness. That is a pile of trash. That puts things in perspective. <laughs> we talk, let's talk trash let's now. Let's talk trash, Bob. And uh, it's, it's enough trucks. If you took all the tr- uh, garbage trucks and lined them bumper to bumper across from uh, New York and back to L.A., they could do it a hundred times across the country. That's how many dump truckloads of oh trash there would be. So, uh, you know, we're talking something very significant. I, I recently was uh, in Haiti. You, Even though there is a lot of trash there, what is left over as trash truly is trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just don't waste things like we do. They don't throw things away like we do. Uh, I was. It was interesting because uh, we have a little sponsored child down there, and I took him a little toy. And it, in all these packages now, you have all these little screws and bolts that hold the toy into the package. Mm-hmm. And I took those screws out of the box and just kind of put them over to the side and got him the truck out. I noticed that when he packed up to leave, he reached over and got those little screws and stuck them in his pocket, something that we would just normally throw away Absolutely. and not even think about that we had another use. Mm-hmm. So we become in such a disposable society. But there's, there's a lot of things that we need to do differently around trash. Mm-hmm. 
you know, about 70% of the trash that we generate every year really could be recycled in some form or fashion, but only 30% is. So there's a great room for growth. I know there's a lot of companies out there that are really focusing on that. And I'd like just like to uh, encourage our facility managers to be thinking about uh, trash a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be afraid to talk trash at the <laughs> office. Uh, don't be afraid to uh, have some conversations with people. And you know, I have found that as our younger workforce comes into the uh, into the workspace, uh, there's more sensitivity about that. Right. Uh, our our younger generation is really more focused on recycling and going trying green. to preserve going green. Right. I think it's a great time to look at, and I think we have an obligation not only to our society but also to our organizations about reducing the amount of trash, reducing uh, the cost that it takes to get rid of it, and what are we going to do with it uh, over a long period of time. So I think there's some, a couple interesting other interesting facts. There's like a, almost 120,000 uh, aluminum cans being recycled every minute. Oh my goodness. So can you imagine that? Just uh, all those cans going into recycling every minute. So that's a lot of soda and a lot of beer. That's a lot to think about just in our short podcast, how many cans have gone into recycling. Exactly. So, um, you know, it's just, it's really um, uh, something that I think that does not get much attention. People don't talk about it much. Mm -hmm. And it's not really a fun thing to talk about. But I think it's an important thing because it really does have a financial impact on a company's business and you know, there's a lot of advantages to um, uh, of being really, particularly the, our clients that are in the public's eye, mm-hmm. about recycling. Right. I think that there's, uh, uh, to be good stewards right. and to uh, understand that we want to uh, maintain our planet and not just uh, be covered up with trash. So, Bob, what would you say are some of the conversations that you, you could have with facility managers about the ways that they could pay more attention to the trash? Well, I think that uh, it, ha- it really has, involves a, uh, a total employee involvement, for one thing. Gotcha. And I think that a good place to start is driving it from a facility manager. You know what the cost is. Uh, let people know what the cost is. And you will get a lot of pushback that uh, recycling uh, is more costly in mm-hmm. some cases. We've heard that uh, throughout the years. But I think that there's some new innovative things that are being done that are bringing the cost of recycling more in line, bringing a payback to it. But I think you've got to look at it more from a a global perspective, not just what does it cost me today, but what's it costing our society in a long time. So I think initial start is, you know, understanding what the cost is and then involving employees in the the discussion, Mm -hmm. Uh, getting them involved with uh, what it is that uh, is creating this and uh, what can we do uh, about it? How can we behave differently in our workspace? How can we create less trash? How can we recycle more? And, and I would propose, first of all, how do we create less trash? Right. Period. Right. Um, it's it's kind of like getting back to the old energy savings. Mm-hmm. The best way to save electricity is turn it off, right? right. <laughs> and uh, the best way to reduce trash is not produce trash. Right. Uh, look at uh, how things are packaged, what we drink out of, how we behave. And uh, I think that's, that's certainly one very positive way. And then uh, there's, there's a lot of people, if you're talking in the education environment, uh, student involvement with this, 
Uh, if you're talking in a community involvement, there's community involvement. I know a lot of uh, communities very strong in promoting recycling and how they behave with that mm -hmm. and uh, uh, are really pushing uh, their towns and cities and counties uh, in a recycling program. And so I would encourage that and not discourage it. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty, just as guilty in this because, you know, at home it's easier to just throw that stuff in the garbage than to separate it out, clean it out and separate it out for the recycling. But I've been trying, my husband and I have been trying more and more every week to try and make sure that we're putting that stuff aside. So one of, uh, another kind of little interesting um, tidbit that uh, the average size trash bag, kitchen trash bag full of trash mm -hmm. has enough energy in it to light a 100 watt light bulb for 24 hours. No way. And uh, when you think about that, you think, wow, that's pretty significant. Right. Particularly when you start building it up over time, the amount of trash that, that we produce. I know also a lot of cities and towns um, and even schools are looking at the possibility in these big dump sites that we have around the country, when we put all this trash together, it actually creates a methane gas. And that methane gas is actually burnable. Hmm. Uh, and I know some uh, uh, organizations, some, some towns and uh, counties and school systems are really looking at when they build a new building, could I locate that building somewhere close to a trash site, a dump site, and harvest that methane gas off there? There's uh, some work going on in here in Raleigh right now with one of the big dumps where uh, a third party is coming in and looking at recycling that gas off and uh, providing it to some industries here in the town and also to uh, the school system. It's, it's really an interesting concept that even though we may not be able to do away with all the trash, how do we still harvest something off of it after it does go into the right, landfill? Right, right. That's awesome. So, uh, you know, and it just is, uh, is something for us to pay attention to. And uh, I, I just would encourage facility managers. I know a lot of times we just think, well, that's just another burden I've got to deal with. Uh, and, and it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I think it's well worth it creating a, an environment, a society that we're focused on throwing less stuff away. Right. Reusing. It was interesting. Yesterday I just saw a... a, a small YouTube on uh, the Mennonite community up in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and they were talking about uh, tearing buildings down and that when uh, they will go in and a lot of times will demolish buildings and will save everything out of it. They even straighten nails and reuse nails. Wow. And it's just kind of the mentality. We, we by large in, in the United States have just been Let's just throw it away, Wasteful. throw it away, right. throw it away. Just take it to the dump, get rid of it. And uh, so and if, you, uh, if you include industrial waste along with that and demolish uh, debris, it almost doubles the amount of waste uh, being disposed of every year in landfills. Right. So when, when you're talking uh, industrial waste, you're talking about manufacturing waste, construction waste, uh, and a lot of uh, the, the LEED program for new buildings and even renovations, there's a lot of restrictions on even using, utilizing uh, waste. I know uh, uh, in a couple buildings here in Raleigh that I've uh, been to, they actually took trees that were on the site. When they cleared it for the uh, site work, they took those trees and milled some of the lumber out of it for some of the finishes interior. 
to uh, just just show that you know those things. It doesn't have to be all ground up and put into sawdust uh, or into mulch out on the uh, uh, in the woods somewhere. Yeah, I know, and I think you made a really good point bringing it back to the energy savings. When you really you don't know what you don't know. So if you're not tracking how much you are, you know, not wasting, but how much trash you are producing yeah. every month. When I was in client services, I worked closely with clients on setting up their, you know, their CMMS and, and tracking, you know, their work. And one really cool way that one of our clients used the system was he was able to track exactly how much trash was being picked up. So he had his public works guys, when they would go around and pick up their trash, they would um, then record how many bags and then it would weigh out how many tons and that kind of thing. So it was really cool for him to be able to say, to see the different ways that he could then cut back on that waste and how much trash they were actually picking up. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of technology around waste management now as well. Mm-hmm. Some of the even some of the older technologies where a dumpster would be put at a site as the compactor would compact it, it was typically set up that a trash hauler would come once a week and dump it. Whether there was trash in it or not, right. it was a pull. It cost the uh, the owner the amount of money regardless of how much weight if there was three bags of trash in it or 300 bags of trash, it was going to cost cost the same amount of money to get it pulled and, and get it dumped. And there's some technology out that's, and this is dated a little bit, but uh, where when they're compacting, that it can tell how full the dumpster is, and when it gets to a certain point, then it automatically calls the company to come pick it up, as right. opposed to it's more of a predictive kind of thing. That's cool. That, as, for that, and as opposed to let's do it twice a week right. uh, kind of thing. And so you get into some of those things, particularly in where, where we have seasonal things. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of places that have camps or uh, school is out during the summer or parks are used heavier during, during the summer than in the wintertime, they may not adjust their pickup schedule to it. Right. Uh, and just a lot of small things that they can do to minimize cost overall. Absolutely. But um, just just want to encourage people to, to at least think about and maybe talk some trash. Talk some trash. I like it. Well, thanks for talking trash with me today, Bob. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, we, we often exchange words of trash uh, around here. but uh, I still love you, even though you're a Duke it, fan. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's all in a fun way. But maybe this will just uh, highlight a little bit of, of some seriousness about uh, the trash that we're producing in our country being able to take it really kind of to the next level and be serious about uh, minimizing it, and then the trash that we do have, how do we go? How are we going to manage it? What right. are we going to do with it? Right, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for letting me be here again. And uh, you can always check us out on iTunes or Stitcher. You can email us directly at podcast at facilitydude.com. Bob and I take a look at those. And any ideas you have or any shows that you think would be interesting, please send us your feedback. We would love that. Have a great week. Thanks. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Facility Dude Podcast. We love to hear your feedback about the show. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and help other facility operations professionals like yourself find the show. Email your questions or comments to podcast at facilitydude.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Facility Dude. We look forward to hearing from you.